Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Our story, based on our Lord's Sermon on the Mount is titled, Anger. The day was hot. The air that drifted in from across the desert parched the very shores of Galilee. And the crowd that had gathered thirsted, not for water, but for hope. Hope of salvation. If some doubted that the man who sat there surrounded by his disciples was Christ, the Son of God, none doubted the words he spoke or the truth he uttered. You have heard that it was said to the ancients, Thou shalt not kill, and that whosoever shall kill shall be liable to judgment. But I say unto you, that everyone who is even angry with his brother shall be liable to judgment. And this day, another day, it was hot too. And the air that drifted across the plains of Kansas parched the very dust that sprinkled the streets of the town of Red Rock, here in a land thousands of miles from where our Lord had spoken. And nearly 2,000 years later. I'm Father McHugh, and I've been living in Red Rock for over 20 years. I suppose I know everyone in my own little parish by his or her first name. There's Phil, for instance, Phil Gable, and his pretty sister, Carol. Now, they live on Western Avenue. Phil's been mother and father to Carol since Carol was a child. She's 21 now. Ten years younger than her brother. Phil? Hmm? You're so quiet. Oh, I was just 
thinking. About me? About you. And about him. Oh. Honey, I don't think this fellow's right for you. Phil, if you knew him better... I you... do know him. I know him better than you do. But not as a friend. No. No, not as a friend. Phil, I'm, I'm, I'm late. I'd better go. He's, uh, he's waiting for me. Yeah. Okay, honey. I won't be late coming home. There's a drive-in movie palace on the outskirts of Red Rock. And that's where Carol and her boyfriend went. And I suppose you'd describe Jack Brenner as a handsome sort of fellow. Tall, dark-haired, blue-eyed. You're pretty. You know that? Am I? You're beautiful. I'll put it that way. Oh, I don't feel very beautiful. Why, what's wrong? I don't know. Has your brother been giving you a rough time? Well, we had a talk. Ah, I bet you did. Why doesn't he like you, Jack? Well, I don't like him either. That makes us even. Well, I wish it weren't that way. It's the way he wants it. Jack. Yeah? Phil's a wonderful guy. Look, look he's, he's always taken care of me. He's kept our home together after we lost Mother and Dad. Look, you're 21 now, remember? I know. Well, I... and you don't need your brother's consent to anything you want to do. Well, I know that. You know your own mind, don't you? <laughs> Will you please let me finish what I started out to say? <sighs> Phil's about all the family I've got. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but it would have made me so happy if you had... If I had gone to ask big brother Phil for your hand in marriage. Is, is that it? I guess so. Carol, you're not a baby. You're a big girl now. You want me and I want you. We don't have to go through any of these phony formalities. Besides, Big Brother doesn't like me. He wouldn't agree to anything. So where would that leave us? I mean, why ask him? Well, it would make him know you respected me enough to want to talk to him oh, about us. come our... on, honey. Well, it's true. All right, all right, all right. I'll talk to him. Okay, I'll talk to him. Tomorrow afternoon, I will show my face in his law office, and I'll talk to him. Okay? Thank you, Jack. Sit down, Brenner. Carol told you I'd uh, stop by. Well, she said you might. Quite an office you've got here. It'll do. Philip Gable, attorney in law. The trouble is, I, I am not looking for a lawyer. It's never too late for that. Cigarette? Thanks, I have my own. So you came to talk about what? You. Not Carol? But Carol I can handle. How about me? Well, let's kick that one around. I'll put it this way. I haven't come here to ask your permission to go on seeing Carol. Let's get that clear. She's under the impression that's just why you were coming here. I know. But that was last night. Today I changed my mind. Go on. Okay. It's just this. Now suppose you quit trying to turn her against me. Let her alone. Doesn't need big brother's protection. She's a big girl now. Well, is that clear? Are you through? Maybe not. Now listen, what am I? Am I poison? What is so wrong with me? Your record in this town... And it doesn't set well with me or with anybody else here. Let's get that clear, too. This town makes me sick. And so do you. You all make me sick. You're a bunch of sanctimonious hypocrites. 
It happened as things of that kind so often happen. It was inside the church. I happened to be there, and something, maybe a shadow, moved. But it was more than a shadow. It was Jack Brenner hoping to keep out of sight. And about him was the look of a hunted animal. All right. All right, so you've seen me. That's reasonably obvious, my son, but I don't think I've ever seen you in church before. I'm here for a while. I've got to stay here. They'll be looking for me. Looking for you? Uh, what? You said someone will be looking will for you. Will you let me alone? This is a church, isn't it? Anybody can come in here. You don't have to answer a lot of crazy questions, do I? No, my son. Why don't you find a seat and just rest? No one's going to disturb you here. I killed him. I, I killed him. You killed him? He came for me. I, I I picked something up from the desk and I hit him with it and he fell down. There was blood all over his head and his face. Well, he had it coming. He was interfering. He had no right to interfere. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I don't even remember how it happened. It's my temper. I didn't mean to kill him. I didn't mean it. You have heard that it was said to the ancients, Thou shalt not kill, and that whosoever shall kill shall be liable to judgment. Phil. Oh, Phil. It's all right, honey. The doctor fixed me up. It's the bandage. A bandage always makes you look worse than you feel. You look so pale, Phil. Oh, it's my favorite color. The nightclub tan. Oh, come on. Stop worrying, kid. I'm fine. I can't believe that he would do such a thing. It is... Oh, Phil, it's horrible. Well, we had a few words. He lost his temper and said a few things he shouldn't have said. That's all. But to, to leave you there on the floor of the office... I, I was scared, I guess. You mean he thought... Yeah. He probably thought he'd done me in. Oh, Phil. You haven't heard from him? No. Hey, we've got a visitor. I thought I'd come here first. The door was open and... Where I... is he, Father? He's hiding in the church. I left him there. Mm -hmm. So he thinks he killed me. He's very scared and stunned. Father, would you... Would you like some coffee or tea? No, no, I don't think so, Carol. Well, the coffee down won't take a minute. No, another time, Carol. I think I'll go back to the church. Well, thank God you're still with us, Phil. Amen to that, Father. Will you take any action? Action? I hadn't thought about it. No, but now you'd better rest. I'll stop by again. No, he's not dead, my son. He's not dead? He's not... He's not dead? But he could have been. But he's not. You just said so. <laughs> it means I'm in the clear. <laughs> How about that? I'm in the clear. Are you, my son? Well, yes, of course I am. Are you in the clear with God? I don't even know what you're talking about. I think you do. No, no, I don't buy that kind of talk. I don't buy it. Am I in the clear with God? What kind of talk's that, anyhow? That was all he said. 
I watched him leave the church. And still, I had the feeling he'd be back sometime. Or maybe I just hoped. And I did wonder where he was going. Later on, I learned he'd gone to Carol's hall. Bill's upstairs in his room. He's resting. I didn't come to see him. I came to see you. I don't ever want you to come here again. And I don't want anything more to do with you. Just like that. Now, please, go. Look, he was interfering between us. Please, I want you to go. You sure of that? I was never more sure of anything in my life. Look, it was an accident. No, it was not, and you know it. Now, please go. Sure. Sure, I'll go. I guess I'm poisoned to everybody around here. Well, if you feel that way, you must be poisoned to yourself, too. Poisoned to myself. Good night. And please, don't call me anymore. Jack Brenner lived in a rooming house. He had no relatives in our town. He'd come to the town about eight years ago. That night, he didn't sleep too well. It's all right. I'm in the clear. Are you, my son? Are you in the clear with God? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm in the clear. Are you in the clear with God? I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. I want to talk to you. Oh? You're a priest? You're supposed to listen? I am listening, my son. Uh, Sit down, won't you? Yeah. Oh, you've got time to talk? Well, there's no hurry. I have time. It's crazy. I, uh, now I'm here, I don't know what I came to talk about. You're troubled. You want to find a way out of your troubles. Troubles? Oh, I've got no troubles. I didn't kill anybody. Uh, suppose I put it this way. You didn't kill, but that was by accident. You could have killed, and Phil Gable's death would have been the direct result of your anger against him. I didn't know what I was doing. No, you were blinded by rage. In itself, a sin against God. So how can you help getting mad? You can help it, my son, if you keep God in your thoughts. Oh, I know we can't all be saints, but we can keep God in our heart. And if you're conscious of God, you can't ever be consumed by anger. All this talk about God. It's what you wanted to hear, my son, or you wouldn't have come to a priest. So you figure I've sinned against God. Is that it? You know you have. In your book, I have to be judged and punished? You must be judged. Now, who's going to judge me? Our Lord. If he'd stayed out of it. Her brother, I mean. None of this would have happened. He had to interfere. He was protecting his sister. Well, who did he think he was saying I wasn't right for her? Were you right for her? I don't know. I think you do. Now, look. No, you look. Now, be honest about it. 
Wasn't it just the conquest of that girl you wanted, rather than marriage? No. Think. All right. All right. Maybe it was like that. At first. But it... It isn't now. But it was at that time. I... I guess so. So your intentions were not honorable. You were angry against her brother for wanting to protect her against you. So, you see, your anger was not justified, was it? All right. All right. Anyway, Carol's walked out on me now. I've lost her. I feel like I've got nothing left. Oh, so often we destroy the very thing we want most, don't we? So often we punish ourselves even before God does. I was crazy to come here. I should have known I'd get this kind of talk. My son, I'm a servant of God. I can only talk in these terms. All right, all right. Now, you said you were in the clear, as you That's put it. right, I am. But you know better, don't you? That's why you're here. No. I think it is. Oh, yes, you're in the clear, as far as man is concerned. You didn't kill anyone. And still, in the sight of God, you're just as guilty as though you had killed. Because violence was in your heart when you struck Phil Gable. Uh, look, I... And our Lord knows what was in your heart. He knows the violence that was there. He knows your violence could have killed another man. All right. Now, you know that, my son. All right. You can hide your guilt from other men, but you can't hide it from God. To some degree, you actually killed. The intent was there, whether you were conscious of it or not. And God judges the intent we had. Like I said before, I was, I was crazy to come here. I didn't come here to be lectured. No, no, no. You came to be comforted. A lot of comfort you give me. A man who has broken God's law must earn comfort. He must seek it through his own heart. He must seek it through God. If I'm so guilty, he want to punish me. That figures, doesn't it? Our Lord judges. He judges fairly. How will he judge you, my son? You committed a sin against him. You committed an act of violence inspired by anger. He'll judge you for that, yes, but he'll also judge you for what you do now and for what you feel now. Think it over. You can't get away with anything, can you? I mean, you do something and... And it has to be balanced. Yes, my son, we can't get away with anything. Not with God. We can't break his laws with impunity. Jack Brenner left me again. And again, I watched him walk out of the church. Only this time, he walked more slowly, almost as though reluctant to leave. Next day, he went to see Carol again. I told you I didn't want to see you again. I came to see how your brother was. Oh? How's he doing? He'll be all right. Is he home? Yes. He's not well enough yet to go to the office. You think I could see him? Well, I... All right. I'll go and tell him you're here. You can sit down, Brunner. I'm not staying. I... What's on your mind? I came to tell you. I came to say I'm sorry. Forget it. It's all right. Thanks. I guess I'll go now. Nice of you to stop by. I'll see you around. Sure. Carol? 
Yes. Your brother was right about me. Was he? I, I, I wasn't right for you. I wasn't right for any decent girl. And that's all. Except that I... I do love you. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm so sorry. Yeah, sure. Well, I guess that's that. Good night, Carol. Good night, Jack. I saw him again, perhaps a week later, sitting in the church, and so I sat down with him, and we talked a while. I've lost her, Father. She doesn't realize that, that I've changed. I know. A lot of us are like that. We sin, and afterwards we're sorry, and we want everyone to overlook what we've done and forget it ever happened. <laughs> it's not always so easy. We have to suffer for what we've done. Yeah, I guess so. And I think you're suffering now. I've never had very much in my life, but now I feel I've got nothing. And still, it's better to suffer and to have nothing in this life than to suffer and have nothing in the next one. That's something to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I've thought a lot about the things you said. I'm sure you have, or you wouldn't be here. I guess you know why I did come here again. Yes, I think so. Yes. You want to make your peace with God? Yeah. If you'll help me, Father. It's my job to help you. Come, my son, let's begin the right way with your confession. Is it all right now, Father? It'll be all right, my son. But you should come and receive Holy Communion in the morning. I'll be here, Father. He was staring at something. One of the stained glass windows in the church. It was a beautiful picture. Our Lord sitting there, surrounded by his disciples, and the multitude all about them, listening to the Sermon on the Mount. And I had the feeling that as he looked at the picture, Jack Brenner could hear our Lord's voice reaching out through the ages and across all lands. And that whosoever shall kill shall be liable to judgment. But I say unto you that everyone who is even angry with his brother shall be liable to judgment. Yeah, I understand. It kind of scares you at first. Scares you, my son? About being judged if you're angry with somebody. Oh. But you're right. You don't have to be. All you have to do is, is keep God's love in your heart. Be conscious of him, the way you told me. And that'll help. I'm sure he's very pleased with you at this moment, my son. I guess I won't feel quite so lonely now. And I won't have a chip on my shoulder. Father, I'll see you in the morning. Goodbye now. God bless you. Been in the church? Yeah. Father just heard my confession. He's been a big help. Oh. I was uh, going inside to, to pray. I was going to pray for you. I can still use an extra prayer, Carol. Maybe I'll wait for you. Or at least I can take you home. 
No. No, Jack. Maybe sometime. We'll see. All right. I can wait. I'll always be around. Good night, Carol. Good night, Jack. We can't always reclaim what we lose through our sins. Often, we must suffer. But in suffering, we can find our way back to our Lord if we look for him and if we seek his grace. I think Jack Brenner understood that, and he's a better man for it. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.